Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Recharge the Soul. We're here. This is Bailey. And I'm here, Ann. And yeah, we're excited to be doing another episode. Um, today, we're going to be talking all about empaths because... Many of us out here in the world are empaths just trying to stay sane. Mm-hmm. And But if you didn't realize, you may not know this, that there are different types of empaths. So mm-hmm. we do a workshop in our retreats that we figured we should share on here because it's very valuable knowledge. Um, and yeah, so, but before we jump into it, I really liked what we did in the last episode with doing a little bit of grounding. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. I thought it was a really great way to start everybody off. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. no matter where you're at, you don't necessarily need to close your eyes. But if you're capable, if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, you gently close your eyelids down, getting in tuned into your body, into your space, and just taking a deep inhale through your nose. And releasing it out your mouth. Taking another inhale through your nose. And letting it out your mouth. One last deep inhale through your nose. Anything stressful you have going on, anything you're holding on to, just letting it out your mouth, releasing it. And yeah, any at any point in your day, you can have that capability to ground yourself, to relax yourself, to calm your nervous system. Um, and yeah, I just think it's a really good practice. So thank you for following along if you did and just taking a moment to get present. And also, I wanted to hold space for one thing that you're grateful for in this moment could be big or small i'm really grateful for this um we bought blankets on our on this on this trip when we first got here from Mm -hmm. a vendor on the street in this really great little cafe that we like to work from when we were in salulita and he was on you know selling his wares his products on the side of the street and i'm always all about supporting entrepreneurs and i just think what better way to purchase a blanket and so we ended up getting a few of them and I'm really grateful because I really love the room chilly at night. And we have a great air conditioner right above my bed. And I like it so cold that I need to get under blankets. So I used the blanket that I bought from this vendor um, on my bed last night to cover my bed. And I was really grateful because I got to sleep so deep. And sleep is so important. And it felt really restful and cozy under this Mexican blanket. So I love that. Mm, yeah. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for this room. Honestly, I know it's 
But I am super grateful for this room because I'm one of those people where I'm so picky about what atmosphere I'm in. And some places hold a lot of good energy for me. Like, I think I've talked about it on here. I love Sam's Club. I really like me some Sam's Club and <laughs> Costco. Sam's Club. And I think it's because of the high ceilings and it feels mm-hmm. clean and there's a lot of people watching. And yeah. So there's certain rooms that I've stayed in, hotel rooms or houses or whatever it may be that just didn't have good energy to me and Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like when I came home I was relaxing it more felt like I was always trying to get out of those spaces Mm -hmm. but here in this where we've been for like the past like two and a half weeks two and a half weeks here and we've gotten really well taken care of here we Mm -hmm. have we love the lady who cleans our room she's so sweet laura we love you we're talking about you and she does our laundry i love that she lets us practice our spanish without judgment (laughs) we appreciate that we appreciate that for sure yeah and she actually kind of helps us out and throws us a few words our way but yeah. I, I love this room, too, because I love that it's bunk beds. And you yeah, would think, bunk beds. you know, my husband was saying, you know, you guys need to take time away from each other. You're together all the time. He goes, take time away. So before we moved into this room, we were in a room where we each had our own room. And, of course, you know, it was really nice to have our own room. But I really like the all-in-one <laughs> room. <laughs> I really like this. How she is. So she's in the same room with me, and she's on the in the bunk beds. On the bottom, it's I think it's a full or a queen, and then I'm on the queen bed underneath the air conditioner. So I really like this room too. Yeah, yeah, it's cozy. Yeah, it's a cozy, cozy it has room. Has good energy. Yeah, and for anybody that's concerned, we do take time apart. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah, we definitely we, do. In between retreats. Yeah. Um, but during retreats, we're kind of like squeezed together for a while, mm-hmm. which we actually get along really well. So mm-hmm. we had our charts done. We did have our charts done. Yeah, I think our since astrology we last charts. since we last were on here, I don't think they would, we had had them done yet. And we found mm-hmm. out that we have no triggers. Triggers when our car- charts are combined, we have no triggers, and we're actually on the same soul path. Yeah, which was super interesting. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe we were put here to be business partners. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and here we go. Here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> here we are. You guys are witnesses. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm excited about this journey um, together that we're going to be taking today and what we're, I'm going to be sharing because one of our um, Recharge the Soul Tahoe retreats, I thought, you know, this group might be interested in empaths because there were a lot of empaths in this group and I know that I'm one, and which really is a double-edged sword because it makes me a um, really great coach because I can literally step into somebody's shoes and understand what they need. But it also on the flip side, before I knew I was an empath, I had a really hard time letting go of all the feelings. Like it was so, so challenging for me that even to this day, the last really heavy movie I saw was Braveheart. And if anybody knows that Braveheart was a gut wrencher and oh, I sobbed. For like my poor husband, we went and saw it like a Sunday afternoon, went and saw Braveheart and um, and his wife was being tortured at the end. I still can barely even talk about it. If anybody's watched it, just if you're an empath, don't watch it. I can see you getting stressed out. <laughs> oh, she's watching me and I was just starting to go into it and I'm just not going to do it because it was, it took me, gosh, a couple weeks to unwind from that movie for whatever reason. I just 
was so distraught about what happened to her because I can imagine that really happened back in those days and I literally put myself in her shoes and then I put myself in his shoes watching the love of his life his soulmate being tortured and I just it was so gut-wrenching so then I realized that I was truly an empath and I was like no more of that watching the news protecting my mindset I'm making sure so that I'm really protective over what I consume, which we've talked about so much in this podcast, and read, listen to who I'm around, etc. And then um, we were, so I was at the Soul Camp, the Recharge the Soul Tahoe, and there were a lot of empaths, and I thought they might be interested in this new workshop that I had just developed. And lo and behold, they were like, it was one of their favorite workshops. And then Bailey recently found out, had one of the people that we consult with help her out. And they said, told you that you were what kind of an empath? That I was a satellite empath. Wow. Which sounds daunting. It is. <laughs> and it kind of is. <laughs> especially, man, especially considering these, it makes a lot of sense once I found mm-hmm. that out. I was like, oh, why don't people tell us what kind of, I know that there's um, human design and all that. I'm like, they should put a human design class into schools mm-hmm. along with math and English and all that and let people know, like find out more about themselves and who they are. And mm-hmm. because if I would have known that a while ago, would have taken a lot of pressure off, but I'm a satellite empath and um, for anybody that's been going through a really hard time or really having just random random moments of grieving or sadness I remember I was in the gym I think like three months ago and it was so weird I couldn't stop crying I had to get off the Stairmaster I was trying to sweat it out because I knew I was feeling gloomy that day but I just could not stop crying for like four hours and nothing traumatic had happened um nothing like it was there's nothing super um, sudden that would have triggered it. It just came out of nowhere one day, and a satellite empath um, basically feels the emotions. It could be the emotions of the town around you. It could be the emotions of the world. It could be um, the emotions of like maybe uh, if there's like a classroom that's really tense, you feel that. Like you walk into a room and it's really just high energy or you know, you kind of pick up the, emo- if, the if the room's really happy and everything, then you pick up those emotions. It's kind of that. Mm-hmm. Or sense. if there's a massive trauma in mm-hmm. the world, something happens, and so you're not clear or sure on why, where it's coming from until you kind of tap in and go, oh, that's why. And sometimes you might not ever really know. Yeah. So it can be yeah. challenging. And that day that I was having that moment in the gym, we found out that there was something that came out on the news that was really, really tragic in the United mm-hmm. States. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's all different types of empaths. And especially if you're a satellite empath, these past two years could have really taken a toll on you. And you could mm-hmm. be literally feeling the weight of the world. So, mm-hmm. again, knowledge is power. So if you feel like you are a satellite empath, just give yourself grace and take it day by day. And I noticed that for me, detaching 
from social media or my phone I love not having my phone near me mm-hmm. um, and you you'll watch funny I listen to her just when you want to recharge you'll watch something funny and you'll just be cracking up and it just <laughs> and you just want to like be in your own little bubble and under the blankets in my bed yeah. <laughs> well I was just she says that because yeah. before this I was watching I was I moved through a lot the past couple of days mm-hmm. and I was just been watching a lot of funny youtube vlogs i love watching people that vlog which are um it's just lighthearted. but i was watching a hilarious one before we <laughs> filmed this it's why i'm like in this i feel like really uppity right now but. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it recharged you it totally that's so, recharged me it's so great so you need to remember who that was because that's like a that's a little something you put in your your tool chest when you need to lighten your load mm-hmm. you know yeah, so i love so. that just food for thought for you guys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive in to um, Empaths and the workshop that I learned. And I actually learned this from Anita Morjani. And so her name is spelled M-O-O-R-J-A-N-I. And what happened is that she was going through a really challenging time, super depressed, not sure what was going on. And I'm having, um, just having a really hard time. And then she ended up in a really I think it was a car accident she ended up almost dying in the hospital and she had a she had a near-death experience where she actually went to the other side and came back and came back with all kinds of information which I thought was super fascinating so she's actually has a TED talk about it so she had this huge TED talk about her near-death experience Anita Morjani so you can actually look it up on YouTube and I think I think everybody should watch that. I really do. It's super powerful. And then Wayne Dyer ended up seeing the TED Talk, and so he said, and she is one of she. I think she believes she's a dolphin empath, which they are very shy, very. Um, they like to hide from the public limelight. They really don't want to be out seen in the front of a crowd or be speaking on stage. And he said, you have to share your story. You are such a light beam. The world needs you. And this is before Wayne Dyer passed away a few years ago. And so he actually took her on tour with him um, where she spoke about her um, near-death experience and what happened while she was on the other side. And I really love... I just love this so much and I have to begin this by saying that holding space for people no matter what their beliefs are is of the highest, highest, highest truth. No matter if they're left or right or in the middle or whatever, whatever it is, if they're gay or heterosexual or transsexual, I mean seriously, I'm just telling you, love is the highest vibration and being in judgment only hurts you and it also divides the world. So stop it. So that was one thing I just wanted. I really feel like it's just so, it'll make you feel so much better in your life if you just work on your stuff, your things that you need to work on. It's probably one of the best pieces of information I've ever gotten downloaded to me. And um, when this all happened with the pandemic, I asked like, because I have opinions too, but they're just human opinions. You know, they're not of the highest vibration and I really believe we're all more alike than we are different and I believe 98% of the world is good and the 2% are just really loud 
and this this will show you it'll be pretty much in alignment with that and I'm so excited to share it with you so I'm gonna go ahead and get started so I took this class from Monito Morjani and she was talking about the four types of empaths and so there and there are four types and if you don't know you're an empath um, it can lead to, and this is when you're running everybody's emotions through your, it can lead to low self-esteem, it can lead to anxiety, it can lead, lead to nervousness, like your nervous system is overloaded um, all the time with too much information and you don't know how to shut it down. It can lead to anxiety um, and, and sadness and just wanting to hide from the world of frustration. So a lot of people self-medicate with um, prescription drugs or food or shopping or um, um, alcohol so there's lots of different ways to self-medicate so a lot of uh, empaths are drawn to being teachers healers of some sort like nurses or doctors marriage family counselors animal rescuers all of the helping you know, even firefighters, and then they have to pretend like they don't feel, you know, as much EMTs, um, a lot of physical therapists, personal trainers, a lot of them are all drawn to um, helping people. And so um, yoga teachers, there's a lot of yoga teachers who are also empaths. And um, anybody who's working around soul healing reiki masters like they're all also a, a lot there's a lot of empaths in those areas and i have a tendency um when i do my meditations i i picture myself as a lighthouse and so i do have a tendency to draw to me a lot of empaths and my goal is always to help them feel more grounded and centered and understand themselves um, better and also delineate what is actually yours? What is your energy? What are your thoughts? How are you feeling as opposed to what are you just running through you? Like Bailey was saying, she was a, a satellite um, empath. So she's running the world's, you know, the space that's around her. She's running their energy through her. So I really thought that was so interesting. So there's um, four types and they're here to serve the planet. And there's two that really want to really not necessarily be in their body. So they're not really super attached to their body. And she gave these four different types of um, empaths names, dragons, unicorns, sorcerers, and dolphins. So the first two that I'm going to talk about are the dragon and the unicorn. So the dragon and the unicorn, they forget that they have a body, like they just ignore their bodies. They have, they really like meditating a lot. They really like um, being hermits and kind of hiding away from the world. Um, they, they usually have some physical ailments because they forget to, you know, about body care because they, they really don't feel super attached to their bodies. Um, the dragons run very masculine energy and this doesn't mean you're necessarily a man it might mean that you're assertive sometimes they're almost edgy they're very sure of themselves they might be a little bit um, arrogant at times they're a loner they have a knowing like they're in charge um, they're psychic intuitive and um, you know maybe sometimes a uh, very maybe a little over the top assertive um, and they're, they, but again, they won't, they usually live alone. They usually like being alone. 
and um, this can be male or female. And then the feminine side of the ones who don't like to be in their body, they're living generally in the other realm a lot, they forget about their bodies a lot, is called the unicorn. And they're usually very feminine and quiet and shy, um, not very sure of themselves, and also a loner. So there's those two, those two types. And then on the other hand, there's the other two types where they have one foot in, in the physical world and one foot on the other side. They're careful about what they eat. They take care of their temple that houses their soul. That's how they feel about it. They take care of their bodies because they want to feel good in their body. And they realize the better they feel in their body, the more connected they are to their source. And they can really get downloads better because they're, they feel clearer. And the other side doesn't, you know, dragons and unicorns, they really enjoy being out of their body. So they love the dream state um, and that type of, of work a lot. So the two that have one foot in the physical world, one foot on earth and one foot on the other side, one foot in heaven or, or the spiritual realm are the sorcerer and the dolphin. So the sorcerer is the masculine in charge, not afraid of the limelight, known for, no, they're generally known for the work that they do. And they're really um, huge healers. Now, so are dragons and unicorns, but they're very more selective about who they're around. They're also very powerful healers, but they're, you know, they, they just don't enjoy being around lots of people. It actually hurts them to be around lots of people. Sorcerers, on the other hand, they're more, they can be speakers, they're able to transform people. They have a magical sort of sort of energy. They're really into, they get, feel great joy to see people transform and transition. And then the flip side of that is the feminine part of being an empath, which is, and who likes being in one foot in the, in the world, one foot in heaven, one foot on the other side, is the dolphin. And the dolphin's feminine. She shies away from people or he shies away from people. So this could be a male or a female, a man or a woman. And um, they, But they really want to uplift the planet. So how they would do that, like a monk is a great example of a dolphin. Because you can run a lot of masculine energy and be in prayer work and really working with the energy of the world. Praying, chanting, using mantras and being in a group that are all part of wanting to uplift the planet as well and very connected to the spiritual side but also understand that they have a body and they're usually take really great care of themselves cleanliness is really important to them keeping their space clean is really important to them so um just think about it you could be a combo pack um between the two so like i'm an extrovert introvert um i recharge by myself but I feel like I'm more of a sorcerer. Um, I, I am not afraid of being around large groups of people, but I really enjoy um, and need, really need to have quiet time to recharge so I can do the work that I do. So Bailey, what are you? Do you know what you are? I have no idea what I am, honestly. I think you're I, a combo between the sorcerer and the dolphin. I think that when I looked over this in Tahoe, mm-hmm. I that's what I was. Um, but yeah. Because you really I enjoy had, being in your body. Yeah, I love being in my body. I move a lot of energy 
by working out or mm. sweating. I love to dance. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you, but you also recharge by yourself. I do. I've noticed over time that that's changed, mm-hmm. and I do recharge by myself. I used to really recharge. Well, I thought that I used to really recharge around people, but then as I've gotten older and put myself into situations where I was around people all the time, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is not. This is not." healthy for me Mm -hmm. so I need some time a space Mm -hmm. I actually really love time alone now Mm -hmm. I'm going to Mexico City at the end of this alone and Mm -hmm. I'm actually a lot of people keep coming like asking me when I tell them if I'm scared I'm like should I be I don't know you should not be yeah I'm like I'm actually really excited to just kind of be what do they say fancy fancy foot footloose and fancy free yeah footloose like, no, and fancy yeah, free just have some downtime because we're moving a lot of energy and holding space for a lot of women yeah so it's great i'm excited for you so it's no just, you should not be uh, afraid i don't think i know i don't think i should mm-hmm. be afraid at all Mm-mm. um yeah i think whenever you kind of do bigger trips alone you learn a lot about yourself so mm-hmm. i'm excited um but yeah, I love, I love this because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, an empath being an empath can look so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And if you can, again, find out like knowledge is power, mm-hmm. find out exactly which one resonates with you, then you can mm-hmm. use that to your benefit. And then Absolutely. also, I think that another thing with this is why I wasn't sure which one I was because when I had done it before and like really looked at it and kind of placed what I felt resonated with me that was months ago Mm -hmm. and I think it can change a lot over time you've grown and changed and transformed so much this past year yeah it can definitely grow and change yeah so Mm -hmm. you know all this just depends on where you're at in life Mm -hmm. and what stage you're in and what what resonates Mm -hmm. and what doesn't yeah, we have quite a few um, healers that we work with and people who we work with. I know one who is probably only a sorcerer, and I know one that is pretty strongly a unicorn, which is the quiet one. And so she really has to stretch herself to put herself out in front of a crowd of people. It's it's very challenging for her. But she has so much knowledge, like so, so much, much knowledge. Yeah. So... Um, the empaths are here to serve the planet and they really want to make a difference in this world and being of service is second nature to an empath and um, and really there's no judgment on which one you are it's just really having an awareness of which one you are so that you can utilize that to your highest good and go gosh I'm, I'm really comfortable um, being by myself but I can't share my gifts if I'm alone and the world I believe and Bailey believes that the world needs us to show up right now. It really needs us to share our light um, and really help one another with all the divisiveness that's going on. Bring us back together and remember that we're basically want all the same things. I don't care if you live in um, Bangladesh. You want to be healthy and happy. You want your you want your family to be healthy and happy. If you live in New York, you want your friend. You want to be healthy and happy. You want your friends to be healthy and happy. I know that might sound super simplistic, but I really think that when we start complicating things so much that we can't come together in humanity, it just, it's upsetting to me because 
Well, it's a slippery slope it's also. A, yeah, it's like, oh, I, oh, so I don't like this person because they love these type of people. And I don't, you know, it's like, no, how about if you have your very strong opinion? And I say, you know what, that you really brought up a good point, And I'm going to, you know, think about that. And but I don't necessarily agree, but I'm holding space for you to share your opinion. Why can't we do I just honestly, I don't I don't get that. So I really don't. Bailey's looking at me like, you don't get that. And I go, I don't get that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just a lot of wasted energy. Yeah, There's totally. There's always something else that, some, something else that's way more uplifting that we could find common ground on, mm-hmm. that we could talk about. Like, what is your favorite coffee? You know, <laughs> what like, is your favorite coffee? why do we make this so complicated? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the, so when we talk about the upside of being the unicorn, which is the one that um, – is quiet and on the other side and the dolphin what's it so that's the feminine side what is the upside they generally have amazing gifts they're very intuitive usually they end up being reiki workers they don't this is the group that does not like the limelight they shy away from crowds or from speaking and they're hesitant to share which would can be the downside because we we need you if you're a unicorn or a dolphin we need you to show up if you're a dragon um, which is the quiet masculine side or a sorcerer, which is, you know, likes being in their body, masculine side. You're powerful. The upside is you're a powerful energy worker and you can transmute energy. You're great manifestors. The downside is that you can be some sometimes overbearing and maybe dismissive. So just think about that because you want to always show up as your higher self. And we, we love... Um, we love helping people do that. And then the we have a bell curve that we can share with you that I think is also super important. And then I'm going to share just a, a couple of quick tools that you can use to help you. We had um, Kat on who she has crystal rising and she has all kinds of protective stones for empaths. So I'll just share a few of those with you so that you can have some tools and a couple of other things like Epsom salt baths that are so important to really, like I'm right now, I can't get enough of being in the ocean. It's like calls me every single day. And for me, it's like a big, huge Epsom salt bath. I just feel recharged after I come out of there. So right now, they're, what they say, what Anita Morjani said, is that there's the world has about 15% of us are empaths, which makes it so interesting to me because I, I have a lot of empaths around me. So, and 80% of the rest. So the second largest group are the worker bees. And we all know people, and there, again, there's zero judgment around this, but the worker bees are people who just really like working nine to five. They don't really, um, they like working Monday through Friday, bringing home a paycheck, um, you know, watching TV at night or spending time with their family. And, and that's pretty much what they like to do. And then on the weekends, they'll watch football or you know, have, spend time with family or friends, but it's really, it's go to work, get a paycheck, focused and very focused on, on work. And we need all of us, you know, all of us to be, uh, to make the world go around. And, and we need our worker bees. The second largest group are the sheeples. So the sheeples are very spiritually connected, but they can be easy, easily manipulated. They're the target of ads and the news and social media. So they can be swayed one way or another very easily. Their minds are open and easily shaped, and they're generally followers, and they get 
they can be easily influenced by predators. So predators make big noise and sheeples generally follow them because you, it's really easy to go into fear if you're a sheeple because you feel, and again, these are not my names. These are the names from Anita Morjani. And just so that you know, I um, these are what she, how she labeled them. And it's fascinating to me. It is fascinating. And then there's a smaller group. So the first, the, the uh, second largest group are worker bees, then it's sheeples. And then it, the third group is porcupines. And I'm going to tell you, I know a few porcupines. And the porcupines are a smaller amount. They're not empaths. They're not out to attack. But if you hurt them, they'll hurt you back. Just like with those porcupine quills. And they have strong boundaries. They're cute as a little animal, but very protective of their world and their family and their work. Don't go out of your way. If they, they don't go out of their way to hurt you, they're not aggressive, but they are protective. So I know a few porcupines, like just let leave them be, like let them do what they do. And so the predators are actually super small percent. They're like 5% of the world. They're just very loud, like I said. And they are called crocodiles and sharks. And so crocodiles exploit opportunities for their own benefit. And then sharks are probably the more dangerous of the two. They're very sneaky. They're aggressive. They don't say what they mean. Um, they're good at twisting stories. They can be mean or deceitful. And they really believe that this is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And... Um, and they are out to get theirs at any cost. So the good news is, is that empaths are 10 times more powerful than predators, but predators, predators are louder. And they don't care about others' feelings, needs, or wants. So the majority follows the predators because they're aggressive and loud and like to manipulate, intimidate, and persuade to their agenda. So it's just really, just think about your, who you have around you and think about who maybe tries to stir up fear or sometimes you might feel manipulated or either it could be ads or like push their opinion around mm -hmm. in the whole room mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. overbearing in a way. they can be bullies bullies they yeah. can be narcissistic you know or um um greedy so it can be they're they like to divide and conquer so if you looked at the world like we're we're impasse and we have this huge power and we're and we are um sh one of the shire impasse you know the world really needs you to show up so it's really important that you meditate that you get in touch and start listening and really believe in yourself and Bailey and I have done a lot of work around this ourselves I mean as an empath sometimes you doubt gosh did I really that really true like do I really can I really trust that feeling like where is that coming from and then you tap in a little bit more and you go wow that's I I'm feeling manipulated but but they seem so nice and then you can tap in a little bit deeper and just look at the situation and see how it makes you feel I truly believe that you have the answers within you I truly believe that I know that you guys do mm -hmm. I know that we all are come here with our own compass mm -hmm. and our compasses don't always have to look the same mm -hmm. you know and I think that sometimes when we get a little bit confused or out of touch with our own compass is when we start comparing ourselves to others and it's like 
the end of the day, you know when something feels off or you know if mm-hmm. a situation was handled that you would have handled differently. I A lot of times in the past when I've had to do this little check-in with situations that have happened and maybe how somebody handled it towards me, I've been like, well, how would I have handled it? Because I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, I would have never, I would have never handled it like that. I would have gone a totally different route that gave them more opportunity. Does that make, do you get Mm, what I'm trying to say? Oh, yeah, shows respect to the other person. It's hard not to, like. A good outcome for both sides. It's hard to, like, get, like, share that example without giving, like, a specific example. But my main point is that you know deep down how when something's off or when something feels good when you feel like you're right on path or when you feel like the people around you see you and hear you and you give that same respect back I mean I think it's just a matter of giving yourself the quiet time and also giving yourself the benefit of the doubt you that you do know Mm -hmm. and you do have this magical inner compass inside of you that you were given before you came here on this earth so Mm -hmm. trust it just so trust it and also Mm -hmm. go on the journey of learning more about yourself however that may look you know maybe it is more alone time maybe it is getting your astrology chart done I loved getting mine read Mm -hmm. that it made so much sense talk tells you a lot about um your soul's patterns or what you maybe came here to work on and Mm -hmm. look at um also how you there's certain gifts that you came here that you will use in your career Mm -hmm. so that was really awesome human design's a great one Mm -hmm. do you have any that are good i really love um, meditation as a tool to tap in because we get and even for for us we're both um uh, sorcerer dolphins you know where we are on the other side we're like moving our body like we were at we were out and i like asking asking for answers asking so we were out in the jungle today <laughs> we were out in the jungle bailey was like i need to get out of the energy i need just to have some space so i need to let's go explore in the jungle and find that beach so we wanted to find this beach so we went out into the jungle and um and we were exploring and trying to figure out how to get back to this beach but we found a better beach actually and in the process we were talking about you know how we can do more things to serve and to offer because people are wanting things in between retreats and like every all of you who are listening you may not may not necessarily be able to come to a retreat with this but you might want to take a class on chakra healing or you might want to take a class on meeting your higher self and so we were just talking about it and we we're like we need clarity and focus so we just need like clarity and focus like and so we stopped actually we didn't stop we were still moving and we said hey guides and angels god we're asking you for clarity and we just need some answers on how to do this because we're not sure on how to start this course and what what it should look like and lo and behold bam seriously it was like that Mm -hmm. and bailey goes well i just got a feeling like we're going but please wait until after the retreat (laughs) and then i yeah and bailey got the answer so and then we saw a little white butterfly fly right in front of us. a big one the big napkin yeah right in front of us after we got the answer and so it was just more confirmation Mm -hmm. so i think also opening yourself up to that and 
them knowing that you're listening and that mm-hmm. you are looking for signs, it almost makes it appear that much quicker. Mm-hmm. They want to help you. Your your God and your angels and your guides and all of the light workers. You have a light worker team on the other side who's just saying, just ask us and we will deliver answers for you. So I love all of that. Mm-hmm. So. Kat shared with us some protective stones. So I'm wearing mine. I wear mine a lot. Actually, I took them off for my shower, but I usually wear them a lot. And black obsidian is super a protective stone. It absorbs negative energy from influencing you, and it protects your space. So black obsidian, black tourmaline, it shields um, psychic attacks, which could be somebody gossiping about you. Um, it transmutes um, negative energy and toxic energy. Black onyx. So a lot of black, you can see black absorbs energy. Like whenever you wear black, you can you get hotter because the sun just bakes into black. So th- just think of that. That's how, what happens when you're um, with negative energy when you're wearing the, one of the black stones. And ground uh, black onyx is grounding, protects you from free-floating negative energy in space. Then there's some other ones that are really great. Selenite is just an amazing one. They have a lot of selenite lights. Um, Bailey actually has a huge selenite um, night light next to her bed at home that will probably be disappearing. (laughs) Probably, I don't know if you could travel with it, but we do have selenite wands that we use as well. And what selenite does is it purifies your aura, which is the energy field that we've talked about with you before around your body. It helps to release and transmute negative energy, both ours or from outside of ourselves. So as an empath, it's really, selenite is super easy um, to use. Um, Pyrite, which is literally in the sand here in um, Sayulita, it is a grounding and protective stone. So you, it's very, it really has a very bright gold color. And it protects your auric field, which again is your aura, and blocks free-floating negative energy from absorbing into you and around you. Smoky quartz transmutes and releases negative emotions. So when if you're a, a satellite, an empath like Bailey is, smoky quartz may be something that you might want to wear around your neck or maybe as a bracelet and have it on you. Um, it helps release negative emotions feelings thoughts or energies that are not yours and even some that are yours and it promotes a feeling of safety protection and security so i'm hoping that tiger eye would be the last one it um also helps protect against um psychic attacks from you know when people give you the evil eye or someone who's wishing you harm the tiger eye is super powerful for that so other tools that you can use to really for self-care that are super important we love consistent meditation consistently meditating is super important and also i love hearing because empaths are you generally people pleasers so saying no to the good and yes to the great especially coming into the holidays you don't need to go to all the neighborhood block parties and the work parties and the family parties pick and choose which ones you really want to go to and then go to those and then give yourself grace and ease and flow so you can really have a magical holiday season spending time alone is a really in nature is really 
um, important as well. Maybe go snowshoeing if you live in an area where you can go snowshoeing or go for a walk outside. I love going for walks in the rain or run. I'm um, going for a run in the rain. Mm-hmm. And then also um, going for walks on the beach. If like here, making sure that we get outside, it's been really important. Like just the jungle run we did this morning, <clears throat> that was really really nice. Um, I mentioned the Epsom salt bath, so that is two cups of the Epsom salts, which you can get at the Dollar Tree store. Um, 15 minutes soak in a hot tub really super beneficial it detoxes your body detoxes your aura cleanses your body of all kinds of emotions that are not yours and you'll feel so relaxed and so good after that and so empaths often experience feelings of depression or anxiety and low self-worth so really important to protect your mindset um, and avoid because if you feel like you get overwhelmed by crowds um, narcissists or any negative people, limit contact. You don't have to go to the family function if you're going to be surrounded by a lot of people who are not that nice. I mean, you only have this life. So give yourself permission to live it how you would honor yourself. And let us know if you need some extra help with that because we have all kinds of things that we'll be offering in the new year. I also have one last thing. It's the Energetic White Jacket which we talked about the last, the one we just released, the last podcast. Just yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. So I think that we have so many more that we teach when we're in um, so many more different ways to send energy back and grounding technique for protection. But cord we'll be, cutting. Cord cutting. We'll be teaching a lot of those, but... This has already been 45 minutes and we want to make sure that you guys have time to absorb all of this and then we'll be teaching more about the grounding technique for protection, sending energy back and clearing your clearing your aura. Um, I do like the cord cutting. Um, there's some prayers that are really powerful. Um, we Oh, last thing that's super easy, use sage to clear and clean energetically. You know, your home, your car. I do it with my purse. I even do it with my calendar. So, because my calendar can get all kinds of energy all over it because it's, it could, some people think it's a hot mess. I think it's, I think it's very creative. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that those are probably enough to get you started. We'd love to hear your feedback. We are so excited about sharing all of this goodness with you and, really wishing you well on your journey yeah i hope that maybe this gave you more insight um maybe some a couple of things made more sense and yeah there's a lot of different ways to cope with being an empath and there's nothing wrong with it um it's just it's almost a gift it is a gift you really get to come here and fully live in this life and feel all the feels Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't change it and, so, it, and possibly help some people along the way and help some people because you do have that that gift that empathy mm-hmm. to understand where others are coming from or you've been there or so yeah you can connect a lot easier with others but yeah hope you enjoyed all of this information and yeah if you guys have any more questions just let us know we're pretty easy to reach so yeah 
So have a wonderful day from one empath to another. From one empath to another. Sending you love and light. All the love. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.